It's Sunday, May 7th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. King Charles III was crowned Saturday at Westminster Abbey in a ceremony steeped in ancient ritual and brimming with bling. At the coronation, Charles was given an orb, a sword, and scepter, and had the solid gold bejeweled St. Edward's crown placed atop his head as he sat upon a 700-year-old oak chair. In front of world leaders, foreign royals, dignitaries, and a smattering of stars, the monarch declared, I come not to be served, but to serve, and was presented as Britain's undoubted king. Inside the medieval abbey, trumpets sounded and the congregation of more than 2,000 shouted, God save the king. Outside, thousands of troops, hundreds of thousands of spectators, and scores of protesters converged. Charles was the 40th sovereign to be enthroned in the abbey, and at age 74 he was the oldest. It was the culmination of a seven-decade journey for the king from heir to monarch. In other news, after seven deaths raised questions about the future of horse racing, Mage earned a surprising Kentucky Derby victory on Saturday, capping a nerve-rattling day that included two more fatalities ahead of the 149th edition of the world's most famous race. Earlier in the day, Chloe's Dream, a three-year-old gelding, and Freezing Point, a three-year-old colt, were euthanized after being injured in their races. The winning horse Mage, a 15-to-1 shot, had only one win in three previous races, giving little indication that he could triumph against 17 rivals in a race that is not kind to the inexperienced. The colt was in the skilled hands of Javier Castellano, a Hall of Fame jockey who has not been as in demand lately. Castellano and trainer Gustavo Delgado are both from Venezuela. Mage joined Canonero II as derby winners with Venezuelan ties. Canonero II won the derby and Preakness in 1971. Around the world, the death toll from flash floods and landslides in eastern Congo has risen beyond 200, with many more people still missing, according to local authorities in the province of South Kivu. In the village of Nyamukubi, where hundreds of homes were washed away, Rescue workers and survivors dug through the ruins Saturday looking for more bodies in the mud. Villagers wept as they gathered around some of the bodies recovered so far, which lay on the grass covered in muddy cloths near a rescue worker's post. Several main roads to the affected area have been made impassable by the rains hampering the relief efforts. Meanwhile, Ukraine said it has shot down a Russian hypersonic missile over Kyiv using newly acquired U.S.-made Patriot defense systems. Ukrainian Air Force Commander Mykola Oleshuk announced the operation on Telegram on Saturday. He said that a Kinzhal-type ballistic missile was intercepted in an overnight attack on May the 4th. The unconfirmed claim would mark the first known case of Ukraine successfully intercepting what's seen as among Moscow's most modern missiles. Russia had previously boasted about the missile's speed and capability. The U.S. agreed to send its most advanced surface-to-air defense system, the Patriot, in October. The missiles can target aircraft, cruise missiles, and shorter-range ballistic missiles such as those Russia has used to bomb a residential area during the conflict, which is now in its 15th month. And the U.S. Navy on Saturday commissioned the USS Cooperstown in honor of 70 Major League Baseball Hall of Fame players who served in the military during wartime. 
The literal combat ship is named after the village in New York State where the hall is located. Hall of Famers Joe Torrey and Johnny Bench took part in the ceremony, with Torrey delivering remarks and Bench presenting a long glass nautical telescope. It is critical that we honor the legacy of these Hall of Famers, Torrey said, not just for what they did on the field, but for what they sacrificed and what they accomplished off the field. Their legacy lives on with the USS Cooperstown and with the sailors here today and in the years to come. The 70 players honored served during conflicts from the Civil War through the Korean War and include some of the sport's biggest names such as Ty Cobb, Joe DiMaggio, Jackie Robinson, and Willie Mays. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.